Mm-hmm. Your grievances are misplaced here. And I, I went into the fact that I am giving um, black men an opportunity. That's right. And I am open to working with and mm-hmm. I still want a black man mm-hmm. in my life. Those grievances mm-hmm. are misplaced. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can understand why you would react in that way because mm-hmm. you're getting hit left, right, and center with mm-hmm. black men ain't shit. You mm-hmm. ain't shit. You're not doing shit. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. So when you right. see something like that, exactly. that's, the initial, that's the trigger. That's the trigger. That's yeah. the initial response. So right. I can understand that aspect. But if we're trying to have a conversation uh-huh. in building bridges, right. exactly. as he said in this conversation as well, uh-huh. then humble yourself. Absolutely. Right. No, I agree with that. And I think... And this is the thing. It's like, and I, I said this the other day, we, we love to talk, mm-hmm. but we don't like to actually get the work done. I think we're we're so used to talking and talking, but, and it's funny because men and women will always say that this person said something to me. And when they said something to me, it just, it triggered something in me. Mm-hmm. I have to respect that that person, their experiences have taught them that. Because mm-hmm. every time I do with a brother or sister, the first thing I try to do is make sure that I check I check my how I'm going to respond or mm-hmm. choose not to overreact overreact based on the trauma that they've dealt with. Yes, because right. I'm just presuming that as Black people in the space, we all deal with trauma. Mm-hmm. So I have to do my part in realizing: Am I about to just you know come for your head, knowing that yeah. I can respond? And even in my reaction, maybe you might say, okay, mm-hmm. let's dialogue different. Because mm-hmm. right. I never want to make someone feel like we're always arguing to we're, talk over each other. I, exactly. I really want to get to I the bottom of it. I want to hear you. Especially yeah. with my sisters. Exactly. I'm like, tell me. Like, I'm actually trying to hear yeah, you. Yeah, I want to hear you. Mm-hmm. But like, but, go ahead, go ahead. I think because we're, we've always been in a space and we've always been around people that don't want to hear us. That's right. Don't want to listen to That's what we right. have to say. That's we're right. already like, exactly. you have to hear what I have to say. So being louder, being more aggressive, being more disrespectful. Is like listen to me, yeah. Because nobody has ever listened to me, so I think for black word. women, that's where we're coming from. And right. for the men, it's almost like their manhood is being challenged in a space yeah. where they're not yes. accepted, or mm-hmm. they're not. They don't feel like they're allowed to be men. And it's it's an interesting thing on both ends because it's like you're create you're you're competing in a space where the how you view how you're supposed to be viewed is through a white lens, mm-hmm. and then you're also want to be supported by your sister and then when there's that that fight between us then the woman may posture and then you're like oh no this ain't about to happen you ain't gonna come for me in my manhood and (laughs) then Mm -hmm. things are said back to you so i think that is this idea of and it goes back to being comfortable with who you are and your identity Mm -hmm. because i understand like it's Empathy is something that we struggle with mm. because of the Empathy. trigger piece. That trigger piece is tough. Like I love, I love what you said mm-hmm. with the, the triggering and and not being able to really. You can't even. I, I, the first thing people try to do when they're they're at odds with you, they try to get you aroused emotionally because they mm-hmm. want you to react. They want to react. Right. But I think yeah. if we can just settle under that and really have this, I've never, in my thirty-seven years on this planet, have called a woman out of her name or had a conversation where I felt that. I was at odds because there was always somewhere where I'm like, okay, let me take that. I just say mm-hmm. I apologize. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And even in that, to see it just it relaxed, yeah, like it's, it's like, a full like, you're like, oh, what? what? Like the, the dude just said, I'm sorry. Like I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I had a situation I won't go to, and I, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake in how I was running uh, the video. I was doing the proposal melon, and I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And in that, I was wrong. And she came for me, and she had all right to come for me. And I felt like this mother. I'm about to, but then I was like, you know, but what? like you know what, I'm wrong. Or I'm gonna take it on the chin. Mm-hmm. Right. And it shifted because it was like, 
Well, you know, well, because we don't get that reaction. Right. We get yeah. like, okay, we're about to do we're this. About today. to do this. Yeah. And I'm gonna going to come for you. And we're going to exactly. explain. And then you know, she was just felt like, oh, I, I, it wasn't that. What's that? Bad? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, <laughs> change, change up her right. tune. <laughs> since you're holding the L, <laughs> <laughs> right? You took the L. My bad. And it was it was love. And I said mm-hmm. I, I respect. And I yeah. think that. Just the power in apologizing, the power in, I say, I love, the, I love you, I love black women. I don't think we understand the power in just the simplest things, but we got to get off that defense mechanism and yeah. just come down a so little bit. That's, it's the pride. It's too, the pride. Right? It's the pride, right? Yeah. That's my, my other thing mm-hmm. is um, how do we communicate mm-hmm. effectively? Because we have a lot of anger issues. Yeah. We're frustrated. Mm-hmm. We're tired. Yes. And that comes out in how we treat you mm-hmm. you being able to trust us mm-hmm. with your most vulnerable moments mm-hmm. and i find that as well that black men have a problem opening up because when they do it gets thrown back in their face mm-hmm. and i've heard that a lot of times as mm-hmm. well i feel like in this situation especially mm-hmm. if his approach was different mm-hmm. we could have had a, 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 real, right. conversation. a real conversation yeah. about it where we could have right. touched on mm-hmm. generalization stereotypes right. within the black community and right. he could understand where i'm coming from as i could understand his mm-hmm. but all i felt was shwing, 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 exactly. daggers defense, daggers defense. daggers yes. so in your opinion how do we effectively communicate as black men and women Okay, so this is like, it's a great question. I think the first part is you got to look at it like, first of all, it's language, I think. And of course, we say, well, when you communicate, it's, it's always about language. Mm-hmm. But we speak two different languages. And I think, so when I'm with my, my um, woman friends, mm-hmm. um, there's a different language that they speak than when I'm with my male friends. And it's, the cultures are very different. So... Like, even in conversation with guys, it's heavy. It's always, when I say heavy, it's not heavy in thinking, but heavy in competition. There's always this ego involved mm, in it, mm-hmm. right? Whereas there's more transparency and um, understanding empathy in the women conversations. Mm-hmm. So you're now, even if he's aggressive in tone, tonality, he still might not be, it may seem aggressive as coming as an attack, but that's how he communicates with the guys. Mm. So then now he has to come into this environment and he has to do, so he should be able to switch up. But but sometimes they don't. They don't, yeah. they don't know how. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then that's the first piece. The second piece is men don't talk to men enough. So then mm. there's, they haven't developed the skill set to have, like, we'll do critical thinking when it comes to proving someone wrong. Mm. But we won't do the unpacking piece mm-hmm. where we're like talking to how can I help you move past whatever mm-hmm. issues you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So now you're going into a space where you want to do it. You don't know how to do it. And I don't know how to communicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they feel misunderstood because now I'm trying to say it in my way. You're saying I'm yelling at you, but you are yelling at me, but I'm not, I'm just trying to express myself. Mm-hmm. But you're like, but the way you're saying it now, you're going through a, a, a conversation where you're teaching me. Why are you telling me how to talk? Mm. So now there's so many layers that need to be unpacked on how are we communicating? Mm-hmm. What language are you speaking? Mm-hmm. And then the other piece, what I was saying is um, letting our stories live. So what that means is, and, and if you have anybody that has Western parents, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's I can tell my parents something that's happened to me and they tell me about some old ass story about what mm. they've been through. Right. And my story doesn't live. So I feel like what happens, um, what's also happening is First, we have to acknowledge 
and I want to be clear, women, black women are at the bottom. Black men are not at the bottom. So, right. But say it again for the black people. Black women head. are at the bottom of the totem Wait, pole. Wait, here you say it again. Black <laughs> men are not at the bottom. Yeah. That doesn't mean that our plight is dismissed. But what that does mean is when we're when sh each one of us are speaking about our story, we have to let it live without interjecting, without saying I'm dealing with the same crap. No, let that story live for that moment and we'll get back mm -hmm. to the other person's story. Because what happens is on the other end, women knowing that at the bottom, they're saying, brother, I hear you, but I got to deal with the same crap. Mm -hmm. Plus I'm a woman. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. and I'm still winning. So where are you at? And then now it gets, now we, we at odds because now it's competition. Mm -hmm. But it's like, we both have to find a way to let our stories live. And then once especially men, if they feel that their story is being understood, then that leads room for a better, better teaching mm -hmm. engagement where mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, let's talk about how you're expressing yourself to me because I feel like you're talking to me like one of your homies down the street and that's not how I receive information. Yeah. Yeah, and right. I think that's, you know, breaking down those barriers will help the communication process. But it's a process in a process. Exactly. So when we, do, when we do like Grown Talk, me and Natasha, that's the first thing we see is mm -hmm. no one's listening. It's almost like everybody's trying to get the point the across. Point over, and, yeah. And no, yeah. and from the woman's side, they're like the women don't believe what the men are saying because mm -hmm. for them it's like it's so trivial, but they don't realize that some of the men just don't know. Yeah. So when the man's telling you that he doesn't know, and you're like, man, how do you not know this? It's <laughs> he like, really like, just oh, doesn't really know. Doesn't like, know. F you I then. You telling me I don't know? I'm telling you I don't know. I don't know. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's true. so I feel it for the guys because when I yeah. talk to them, they really don't know. Yeah. But then it's because the woman has the skill sets for whatever it is, whether it's capacity building with her sisters mm -hmm. or, or, or being in uh, the, the working environment longer, not because she's more competent, just because she was afforded the opportunity, she has more. Mm -hmm. So then there's expected, like, why don't you know this? And I think that makes him small. Yes. Because he's like, I'm, I'm, I don't know because I haven't had the chance and to do this. And then he'll lash out. And then he lashes that. out yeah. and it goes back yeah. and forth. Yeah. So this, it's, it's a lot to, to think about in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, so I get why we're constantly at odds. But I think if we work, at, work through those, those specific narratives and those, mm -hmm. those things, I think we'd be better off going forward. But it's, you know, at, listen, I talk, both sides, it's difficult. It's, I know, man. Insane, it's man. hard, man, because as a woman, you come home. You dealt with something at the office, you get in your bag, but at the same time, you a black woman. Mm -hmm. And he's coming to you with some things, and you're like, yo, that, I, did, I did that like five years ago. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you, can I tell you about my long-ass day now? <laughs> like, what yeah. I really had to go? Yeah. So it's like, but it's like still making space for, for that conversation. I think <clears throat> we do need to make space for each other because both parties are going through things. And right. I feel like we need to relate a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I come from a different angle in terms of community-wise because I'm born Jamaican. Real yachty. Real yachty. Real West Indian. So yeah. those relationships are, I feel like, are the most strained because mm -hmm. they truly don't talk to each other. They right. don't trust each other. Yeah. And communication, expressing yourself is not a thing. Yeah. I got it a little bit different because my mom always gave me that. Right. I love you. You're yeah. beautiful. She's affectionate. She, yeah. She gave me that because yeah. she's like, lad, she's asking, I know father, you know, I know poopa, come. Come, let me love you, little. Yeah. So she gave yeah. me that extra. Yeah. But the anger translates to, to the friction. It translates to mm -hmm. not hearing each other out. It translates to if you tell me your most deepest, darkest secrets, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw it back in your face when That's I'm right. fighting. That's wow. right. And I need women to not do that because I hear this too many times yeah. that black men are uncomfortable and mm -hmm. don't feel secure in expressing themselves yeah. because they cannot trust black women with their deepest mm -hmm. truths. 
Right. Because or, if we argue and we're upset with each other, you're going to throw it back in my face and talk min- about it. Or it's minimized. It's yes. It's minimized, right? Yes. And I think, especially being Jamaican, parents mm-hmm. being Jamaican as well, we do not tolerate disrespect. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. If you ask any Jamaican minister, <laughs> I don't want to deal with disrespect. And I think we need to have a conversation mm-hmm. of, let me know what's disrespectful for you before for, we start this. Exactly. Because I may not think it's because I'm like, whoa. I Yeah. So yeah. let me know what's disrespectful Your levels are you. different. Yeah. 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 So we can really have this conversation because mm-hmm. I really want to, and I don't mean to say something maybe mm-hmm. out of pocket. So let me know what's disrespect for you. But, yeah. okay, <clears throat> what I want to know, black mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. is how do I communicate with you? How do I get you to talk to me? Mm-hmm. Ask when we can talk. So I think that's the first thing is, um, and this is where we get into the same thing, you know, about servitude and surrender. Um, that we're that's another layer that we have to work mm-hmm. on is, is getting comfortable and asking when are you ready. And mm. I think we don't. We're just like want to just die now. In. And you know, right. Jamaicans mm. are very invasive. <laughs> no space was your own. Hello. <laughs> right. No, like right now, like no. come, come now, yeah. right. So we take on those, the, you yeah. know, same those same, you know, cultural mm-hmm. habits that our parents have passed down. I think it's just asking the question: Are you free to talk? Like, when will you be okay to have this conversation? Again, it sounds real, you know, methodical, and but I think we have to get comfortable in understanding that. I don't own anything mm-hmm. of my partners. So, you know, I said partners. I am not a polygamist <laughs> for the sake of general. But it's, it's you, we don't own anything. So yeah. you have to respect every aspect. She may be doing something. He may be doing something. Can I just talk to you about something that mm-hmm. I, you know, we never got back to it or it's still on my heart. Let's sit down and have a conversation. Yeah. And it's just, it's that because I think there's, there's tenderness in that. And I think that we just have to, if we're going to get past this hump, of so many things, because not only, you know, just being black, mm-hmm. if you're Jamaican, you know, that comes with a, a different set of pride. And, yep. you know, we come from poverty. We come from a lot of things that are included in this process. And that's why I never like using the word black love, because mm-hmm. black insinuates struggle. So, therefore, you've already manifesting struggle into your relationship. Into your relationship. So, relationship. therefore, if the, the peace... You can, well, you can, you know, and I, I've said it, I do say it, but mm-hmm. in the same breath, we have to internalize. If we're going to add that backpack of baggage, mm-hmm. understand that needs to be unpacked. Yeah. How are you going to address that? You have, have to, to be actually done. address it. You yeah. can't just carry it around. You have to be soft yeah. and sensitive yeah. with it, right? Yeah. So I understand that. And I think that the, I've never, in going with that angle, a, a woman or a man will always submit. And I think that's, I've never had a situation where that was an issue. In a sense mm-hmm. where, of course, there's always going to be like bickering or whatever. But once you allow yourself to submit to your partner in that capacity, it opens up so much more. That is the word of the day. Submission. Submission. Yes, it's the tough we one. We need y'all to submit. Yeah. Both parties, Both men parties, and women. Yeah, submit. Yes. Submit. And submit. it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Being vulnerable, right? Yeah, yeah, and yes, empathy. And empathy, yes. exactly. It's all right, y'all. And I'm not telling the brothers to be soft because mm-hmm. I know and I, I don't want to create a narrative that you know, a man has to be a certain type of way. I just think that we have to be okay. And I think the women also have to make the men feel okay with being fluid with energies within us. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything that requires you to create, to, to, to experience change, to be, you know, fluid in how your thinking is, is feminine energy. It doesn't mean that you're out here flipping your wrist, putting on nail polish. It's just, it's just addressing that you're a balance of things in you and, 
if you're going to be with a woman that's mm-hmm. feminine and masculine as well, we have you to be able be to You can be that di- as well. Exactly. You got to dip into that. But men have a problem with the word feminine. They do. <laughs> which, do. Which I do. Yeah. And again, historically, if you're yeah. Jamaican, you know, you know about buck, break, buck breaking and a lot mm-hmm. of things that have happened right. through our history that have emasculated us. So we're very right. particular with how we look at our masculinity and also... You know, hypersexuality is something that's always been forced upon us. Right. And it's something that we hold on to because in a lot of spaces, we can't be more than that. Yeah. So yep. it's like you start taking those things and start mixing it with femininity. And in that pot, it, re- it goes to homosexuality. Right. Then men are going to be very sensitive. And then, then the word in its truest definitions gets misused. Because yeah. yeah. that means yeah. that you're only it's not only about sexual energy. Exactly. Right. It's about being open and mm-hmm. sitting down. So I think, again, a lot of work, a lot of digging. Um, and um, we need support. This is only the beginning. This is it. <laughs> this is it, man. I love step this combo. This is you got me. I'm in it. We're trying to solve some problems. That, right? That's it. I love it. <laughs> get to the that's root. what I'm saying. The root. No, because I'm big man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, we gonna get. I'm gonna make like, sure. I feel like it pissed me off because I I hear these things and right. I see these things and like I'm like so committed to my black man even though y'all do me wrong all the time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whatever. I'm turning the other cheek. I have one more cheek yeah. left. <laughs> okay. One more cheek. Just one more. <laughs> she got to get the injections after that. <laughs> but I keep turning the yeah, other cheek yeah. with y'all niggas and you, you keep stressing me yeah, out. Man. I feel like I'm that female that is giving you a chance right. while others are like, nah, fuck these niggas. Right. Yeah, I hate black yeah. men. I hate Jamaicans. Yeah. I hate Nigerians. Yeah. I hate this. And this person is coming at me in this way. So all I'm saying is huh. if there is any type of conflict or something you disagree with, tone helps. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Your tone and how you approach yeah. somebody. Because it's not just what you say, it's how you it's say it. Come on how now. you say it. Absolutely. And that's another thing. We shouldn't be talking down to each other. That's another thing. Yeah. Too, right? We're yeah. just having a conversation. conversation. We're, we're having a conversation. conversation. Um, but he will be listening. Hey. <laughs> I still love you. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So in the last segment, don't worry, Nigel, it's almost over. No, man. I've been here for like three hours. I think it's three, I'm looking at the clock, y'all. It's three hours. <laughs> conversation is good it's juicy it's good it's really good all right misha's tea uncensored grab a cup of happening news to go it's misha's tea on vibe 105 if you know anything about misha's tea she gets messy she (laughs) likes other people's business and (laughs) spill all the tea girl my tea's finished though okay would you like some more tea nigel sure sure Mm -hmm. yeah thank you esther Okay, so let's get started. So Harvey Weinstein. Hmm. <laughs> this white man done faced his maker. Yes. <laughs> so Harvey Weinstein, God is good. Mm-hmm. He needs these 23, we call them Jordan years mm-hmm. in prison on rape. Um, so Harvey Weinstein, he's finally been convicted and sentenced to 23 years in a state prison mm-hmm. this past Wednesday following his rape trial. Now, on February 24th, a jury convicted the disgraced movie producer and found him guilty on criminal charges of sexual assault in the first degree and one count of rape in the third degree. Now, if the minimum sentences of the two convictions were combined, he would have served 29 years. He's still actually up for charges in California. So there's hope for more years. Okay. He was actually found not guilty on charges of predatory sexual assault, which could have uh, carried a life sentence. So he dodged the life sentence. Mm. Since 2017, Weinstein has been accused of sexual misconduct by approximately 100 women. 
His rape conviction has been seen as one of the major victories of the Me Too movement. Weinstein, who is 67 and walks with a walker, <laughs> has heart palpitations every time a verdict is read. Oh, yeah, he had a so mini sad. stroke so this past week when oh. the verdict was read. <laughs> My God works in mysterious ways. Um, he was found guilty of raping a woman as well as forcing oral sex on a production assistant. This guy's a monster. Yeah, he's terrible. A whole entire monster. So both the main accusers as well as four other victims from the trial testified. And a group of them actually came to the trial. And they actually cheered as they walked out of the court. So we are very happy to hear that verdict. We're still waiting for Oprah and Gail. Um... (laughs) (laughs) To respond, I actually want to ask you, what do you think about Oprah? And they're pretty quiet during Weinstein, but Oprah. very loud during Michael and R. Kelly. And R. Kelly and Russell Simmons. And Russell Simmons. Yeah, they had a lot to say. Yeah. Kobe and I, and as well. Kobe as well. Yeah. And I, yeah, it, it seems, it appears that it's a target on the black man. And mm-hmm. again, um, I don't know if it's because of the relationship she has in those spaces, why she's let those guys slide. But mm-hmm. I think the proof is in the pudding. We all see the pattern of how how hard she was willing to go for those other guys, those being black men and Mm -hmm. allowing the white guy to slip through the cracks. And I think that's, you know, it's sad, but I think the question is, is that is Oprah canceled? And that's what I asked him. I keep asking people for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm a little bit different (laughs) in my cancellation Uh, proceedings. (laughs) Cancellation policy. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I, um, Uh, it's so hard for me to say I cancel Oprah. Mm-hmm. It really is because yeah. she's the reason why I'm doing this right now. She's the reason why I went yeah. to school for broadcast yeah. journalism. Mm-hmm. She's the reason why like, mm-hmm. I invested my whole entire yeah. life in all of this. Uh-huh. So it hurts a little bit more for me than yeah. probably anybody else. Right. You know, I, I have to cancel because mm-hmm. frustrated me yeah. that so many men that are around you, exactly. Oprah, Gail, that are doing these inappropriate things and you haven't interviewed not one victim. You That's haven't right. had one special about them. You haven't talked to anybody in and around that circle, your friends circle of friends, mm-hmm. but someone like Michael that trusted you to come to his home right. when he was here, he's no longer here to defend himself. Mm-hmm. You jump on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. You jump on the, okay, R Kelly, fine. R Kelly's a demon child anyways, <laughs> but <laughs> R. Kelly, I understand, you know? It'd be better off if you were neutral on both sides. On both but sides. But if you, you've taken, you made the choice to overtly mm-hmm. look at these guys and you've mm-hmm. been closed mouth on the other ones, then that's where you get canceled. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, and even in that not choosing a side, you're actually choosing a side, but in the same breath, at least it would leave more room for people to say, eh, well, you know, we don't really know. But yeah. in this case, it's like, yeah, man, you, you, you're you going after it's some, clear. some cats. I'm going to need you to step forward. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to, or even, like you said, like accountability. Accountability. I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. My know, bad. My bad. Say move, something. Move, say something, move on, you know. At you're not above that. criticism. Right. And I feel like that's where, she, that's how exactly. she feels. Because, exactly. oh, I do so much for the black community. Exactly. I do, I do right. so much for you. Yes. What, do you what are you complaining about? Super but that's soul. not, no. Yeah. It's Super Soul Sundays. Sundays. Super Soul Sundays, yeah. My heart, I give you I give, everything, I give all my everything. knowledge, my information, I, all of this. Prizes under the chair. Yeah. Like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? A, whole, a whole entire car. No, no payments. Car for everybody. Like, no payments. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I support the back community. What is it? Exactly. Anyways, Oprah, Gail. Get it together. Get it together. Get it all the way together. here with us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, moving on. 
Um, I, I just this. want to talk about this. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> I just want to talk about this because it's messy and maybe Nigel could give us some, I don't know. Anyways, so candidate for Florida Governor Andrew Gillum. Do you know who Andrew Gillum is? I do not. He is, um, you should know, actually. <laughs> I do, I should, I should. <laughs> you should know why, because he's a political commenter on CNN as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Bitcher. Mm-hmm. This is him. Oh, I do know. No. Go ahead. I okay. know yeah. <laughs> he looks familiar. He looks familiar. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Andrew Gillum, um, he's actually one of the leading people for the VP um, for the next race, not this race, okay. but like he's very prominent mm-hmm. um, uh, politician. So according to a police report, <laughs> yeah, police are involved. <laughs> CNN political commentator and politician Andrew Gillum was discovered by police at a Mondurian South Beach Hotel mm-hmm. early Friday morning in a peculiar situation. Mm-hmm. Gillum was found in the hotel along with two other men who appeared to have overdosed on drugs. Mm. Now, the Miami Police Department reports that they were called to the scene due to distress situation happening at the hotel. Upon arrival, Miami Fire and Rescue began treating a man named Travis Dyson for a possible overdose. Mm. Mm. They were immediately told that 40-year-old Andrew Gillum was vomiting in a nearby bathroom. Police (laughs) Police noted that upon entering the room, they noticed in plain sight three small bags of suspected crystal meth on the bed and the floor. When officers attempted to speak to Gillum, he couldn't because he was inebriated. Mm -hmm. Like the man was hovered over the toilet. Then they later did a welfare check on him, found out he was okay. Vital signs are good. And it's still unclear exactly how all three men know each other. It seems no one plans on explaining anything. Gillum has been heavily in consideration for the VP of the Democratic presidential ticket, which is not happening now, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure. And it's interesting that one of the people that was in that room, Travis Dyson, told the press he didn't know anything about a wedding. Andrew actually blamed this on a wedding that he went to because he released a statement uh-huh. immediately because gotcha. shit's about to hit the fan. Yeah. So he said, I was in Miami last night uh-huh. for a wedding celebration when first responders were called to assist one of my friends while I had too much to drink. I want to be clear, I've never used methamphetamine. Of course. <laughs> Those drugs, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. No, no drugs. I apologize to people of Florida for this distraction. This has caused to our movement. I'm thankful. Whatever, Andrew. It is interesting that he says that there was a wedding, but Tyler's like, I don't know about about no wedding. wedding. Interesting. Did Tyler say with that same twang in his voice? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know about nobody's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. This just looks like a politician doing bad things. It really does. It looks like an episode of Scandal. That's what it looks like. Is is this sexuality in question as well? Right? Yeah, exactly. In a hotel room with two men men. overdosing on methamphetamine. Yeah. That seemed like they don't really know all the details of mm. where he was going or why he was there. Mm. Yeah. There was some updates on Hollywood Unlocked, I what think. What did they say? What did they say? Yeah, I think they said it. one of the gentlemen was actually a, um, oh my God, what's it called? Prostitute. Um, <laughs> yes, but what's like the classy term for oh, them? Um, Escort. Escort. Yes. Uh, I thought so. That's but what it sounds he, like. But he yeah. said, apparently Andrew responded to that and he said, no, 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 no. That's a longtime friend. So everyone's like, a longtime friend? Oh, that's your lover. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the most latest yeah. update. Down so I don't know Ooh, what's yeah. going on there. Hold on. <laughs> he posted this family. Go ahead. I was about to say, but <laughs> we... we as long as we've you've seen political campaigns, we've known about scandal. Mm-hmm. So does this dis- discredit his? No, not okay, at all. okay, okay. <laughs> For you, would it matter? 
for me, if, you know I mean, because we're so, it's, I feel like we desensitized to. Our, yeah, but if he wants to candy. do a little drugs, That's have a little sex. <laughs> Who am I to judge him? Right? Like, <laughs> for meth and found with gay male escort. Yeah, yeah, gay male escort. Yeah, on not, Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. yeah just, Who am it, I to judge? If he I'm wants judging. to have a little sex yeah. and a little drugs, I think he should ride with that. He'll get you know just the a little LGBTQ sex and a little drugs. Square, they be all for him. Like, okay, he's, he's on exactly. Yeah. He's with us. He's with us. He's, with us. he's protected. He's, it, there's mm. a lot of like holes in this story, mm-hmm. and he's trying like, to sweep it under the rug. Yeah. He thinks yeah. like COVID, COVID, COVID nineteen. I know COVID. Let's, let's focus on COVID. That's it, that's it. COVID. <laughs> COVID. Y'all yeah, remember COVID? He needs to just ride it out and be like, listen, be your real, authentic, true self. Yeah. If you ever see the Yo, he posted a, a picture on Valentine's Day, full family with his <gasps> wife, children. Oh, oh. See, that was, okay. Oh, you didn't know it was no, that deep? No, oh, I didn't know. Okay, let, me see, show, that was new. let me show you the picture. That's new. Andrew let me see. Oh, man. And the story gets deeper and deeper. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a beautiful picture, though. It was so uh, sweet. It was Andrew. so nice. Oh, this one. Yeah, here it is. Let me see the team. Oh, oh, wow. The what a beautiful such family. A beautiful family. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? It's oh, right it's there. Here, it's yeah. here. Come on, Andrew. Look at the baby. Let me see. Look at him. Oh, this is what he posted man. on Valentine's Day. Exactly a month ago. Wow, yeah. Now you caught with male escort his son, overdosing. His son knows, though. His son knows. I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> his son knows. <laughs> he knows daddy ain't right. <laughs> daddy daddy owns some shit. Yeah, you wrong for that. Um, the no. one he's holding, he does. He knows, yeah. He's like, you ain't shit. He's daddy. got that child <laughs> intuition. Yeah, yeah, you ain't you ain't, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Andrew, fix up, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, up, you so. black, so you have to like, try extra hard. You have to fix up extra hard. Tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs> tighten up. Hold it. <laughs> all the way together. All the way. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> okay, so we're going to throw all kinds of shade, like the whole kitchen sink, uh-huh. all the dishes, okay. everything. I won't call this radio station, but we will talk about the Breakfast Club coming Ooh. to a Toronto radio station. Ooh. Interesting, interesting. And I'm a pissed off yes i know you would be a little bit right yeah. and not for me just in general <laughs> yeah not that i have any you know there's any type of she's like personally and I, also in general, general. general. Yeah. not for me necessarily but i'm pissed off so a controversial decision has been made with a local toronto radio station um they've decided to shelve their current morning show mm-hmm. in favor of an imported morning show mm-hmm. now this particular i can't name the station because i i'm on the station right now yes so it's like yeah it's yeah. rude and disrespectful oh, right. you're switzerland you switzerland <laughs> yeah, just, just, <laughs> no names no names no names okay so this particular radio station announced the change on wednesday via tweet saying the most dangerous morning show as the breakfast club is billed will soon start airing locally starting monday at 6 a.m mm-hmm. now currently this particular station. <laughs> the morning show is these two men and women. <laughs> that will that will be nameless. That will be nameless. <laughs> and um, yeah. they were saying that it wasn't very popular, which is why they had to transition into this. But people are upset because uh-huh. how are you going to bring the Breakfast Club right. Monday to Friday uh-huh. on a Toronto morning show? Right. I would think that a morning show would have 
to do with content within the city right mm-hmm. that you're in That's right. stuff goes on all the time yeah mm-hmm. you're talking to the people of the city they call into you yeah so a lot of people are upset about it mm-hmm. rightfully um, so because yes. it's another move by the station that is not listening to the community and what we want to hear and what we want to see right so uh, there were a few people on twitter going in one user said that toronto is not new york we have our own unique identity especially now with our massive global influence on hip hop i think you need someone from toronto in the morning relating talking taking calls and representing for the torontonians about toronto the concert last night transit sports local culture yes. that's what you need right. yes i agree this is it this is heavy this is a this is a really dope conversation because mm-hmm. i think that there is there i think there's some accountability in us as like we always were extra critical about Cana- Canadian content, mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. and our support for it. Yeah. And some, I wonder if part of that conversation is, are we truly supporting our content? Because we always go to American mm-hmm. content. We always right. compare ourselves to Americans. Mm-hmm. We're always talking about American music. We don't, out of our mouths, we're always talking about American more than Canadian. Mm-hmm. So does that affect viewership or how we listen to or trust the content because mm-hmm. if we support our own i don't i think that we would be in a better place to be confident i don't like the fact that we're doing that because it's just a we continue to have this cycle of supporting others before ourselves, before ourselves. Right. But the thing is yeah. how much content are we supporting in toronto exactly it's true it, yeah, and that's the my... support in toronto is a part of the, the problem, problem right exactly. because toronto people in toronto or just canadians in general only support you once you're popping yep. over, there. over there over there right they're like yes. oh, shit. oh yeah exactly it's oh, almost so, like we need the americans approval right. to be we're, like okay yeah well, yeah we're we're good. Good. Accept we're good. Like, exactly why? so it's like <laughs> about why, our own why not bring the americans mm-hmm. to us. It's another reason for us to obviously to say, you know, F that and, and mm-hmm. we don't need mm-hmm. said radio station. Right. But I think in the same breath is I, I'm like I'm listening to them like, man, if we're completely honest with ourselves, are we really truly supporting Canadian content? And mm-hmm. I and I I don't feel I can't if I'm we go back to messy yes. <laughs> or pretty out yes. of that's we it's, don't. It's, that's messy that's to messy. me. That's yeah. messy to it me because we don't like. I don't feel like we support we don't. the way we don't. as as we're uh, like picketing against. Yeah. We don't support the that's, way that we're. That's we're another part of the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, specifically with this situation, is not giving your talent enough support. Right. Yes. Right. right. This particular radio station yeah. does not support their talent. Right. They do not. Like other radio stations, you'll see billboards on the subway yeah. right. or in the bus stop or whatever. You'll yeah. see posters. Um, I find that they don't invest in their people. They don't communicate with the community. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't ask what we want to hear. Right. Focus groups. I don't know what they do to mm. make these decisions. Initially, this was our ultimate station because we never had this. Right. And it's transitioned however many times. And it's been frustrating because there's tons of problems within the broadcast industry to begin okay. with. Okay. And then moves like this is very discouraging for, for people that want to, to progress yeah, in the city of course why would you not look at your local town there's so many local and i'm not talking about myself <laughs> but you're, you, she's good but <laughs> there but, but it's true you but yourself and that's so many so others, many yeah. locally talented yes uh, radio personalities podcasters right. out there that you could have chose anybody mm. right. but 
obviously the bottom line matters. They're, they weren't making money off of the programming. That's right. So they got to go. Because I feel like my show on Saturday mornings, hashtag yes. 10 a.m., 5105. Those are the conversations that people want to hear. Right. Yes. This is the sh- people want to talk about some real shit. Yeah. They don't want, no, oh my God, like how many drinks did my boy buy you at the club tonight? Yeah. No, yeah. we want to fucking talk yes. about some real shit. Mm. So is the plan to continue to play Canadian hip hop? They are playing. Um, it's going to be a mix, though. The, yeah. I, the question I have for you is mm-hmm. is in the in the industry on the stations what percentage is Canadian and what percentage is American music it has to be at least I think it's 25 percent American oh 25 percent 25 or 30 percent Canadian content and on then the rest Canadian is radio and the rest can be anything interesting yeah and they had to force that because it was probably less yeah, than that there was less than that like probably wow. like um I mean, we hit that easy now because yeah. so many artists. There's, there's dope artists in, yeah, yeah, in, in the city. In the city. Yeah, so, But I think, again, bottom line is I don't think that we should have any Americans in the city putting on a show that um, we have enough talent for. Absolutely. I, don't, yeah, I think it's Thank unnecessary. No, it's, it's not. It's not. But I just, it's just like what even, I want to know what the conversation was that even brought them into the city. Like, it's what? the bottom line. It's, it. I, I think it's cheaper to pay for the breakfast club to right, run exactly. than to actually pay two or three individuals. Yeah. I agree. Because you're paying salaries, you're, you're paying, paying salaries benefits, you're paying to like do a that. lot. Yeah. So yeah. it's the bottom line. Especially if you're losing money. Like, cause every time you mm-hmm. go and get three, two, two or three personalities, yeah. there's a chance that after you pay them, we don't know if this yeah. rate is going to dry, gonna produce, it's going to work. Exactly. So, so I get it from that standpoint, but it's like, man, that's it's messy. Just that can- is messy. It is exactly. so messy. Cancel the whole radio station. So what is our thoughts if it is? Is good like what is like do we i like the breakfast show no. I, I do like the breakfast club. on its own it's yeah, a great, it's a great new yeah, york yeah. morning show no, i mean if it's successful in toronto like how do it we... probably is because toronto people are so fickle right you're yeah. complaining about this today and, and then, then tomorrow, tomorrow you're like even... tune yeah, into yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so true. black personnel through the through and through all the way from beginning to end um on this particular yeah no the uh, heads are not this is why uh, we're here because they don't understand the culture at all. So they're just doing things like so it wasn't whatever's even, hot. So it was never ours to begin with? No. Oh, so one them. Well, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah like, I mean, like, okay. Like, if we never I, if owned we did, it. Yeah. yeah no, like, I mean, it was. Like, the thing is, oh, it okay, was. Okay, okay, at okay. Point, when, uh, yeah, yeah. when that radio station initially started, okay. it was Take, for us. Yeah. Us, and I us. remember it, too, when it yeah. started. Yeah. And then... But no, but it was for us, but was it owned by us? It was, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wow, okay. But it, it switched hands, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. And well, now yeah, we're here. That's and now we're here. Facts, we needed that information. Thank you. <laughs> but see, exactly, <laughs> these are the little details, these are the details that we don't know. That we don't know. these things are important. Like, yeah. they're the yeah, ones that make the decisions. Yeah, like, that's so right. Like, yeah. Who's in these boardrooms? Um, yeah, not us. the conversation. Having not these us. conversations. Yeah, okay. Not us. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. We ain't gonna solve those problems. Just don't support this particular radio station anymore, guys. Misha's tea is best served hot. Follow Misha throughout the week at Miss Misha Gay on Instagram and Twitter. All right, so we're gonna get wrapped up. <laughs> but it's been a great conversation. Yes. Thank you so much, Nigel. It. No problem. Anytime. Honestly, Anytime. authentic, real conversations, Yo, and real. I love it. I love it too. And I like to wrap up the show with a quote from me. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because I know what I don't Why not? I'm smart. I can give great advice, but I never take it. <laughs> but that's the best advice givers right? never take their own I advice. Know. That's what it is. I try to, but it's just life. It it's just, hard. It doesn't happen. So I want to go back to stereotypes and generalizations. <laughs> <laughs> and how black men and women can communicate better. And I just want each party, both 
black women. Okay, let's start with you. Black women, <laughs> black women I'm going to need y'all to relax. I'm going to need y'all mm. to chill. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is against you. Not everybody is saying no. Not everybody is upset with you. We are definitely on edge and we're definitely ready, set on ready. This yeah. is how we function naturally. But at times, just relax. Yeah. Listen Take in the information before you react. Black men, communicate. Mm-hmm. Open your mouth. Speak. Yes, I need you to speak. I need you to, to communicate. Find a way to express yourself. Whether it be writing it down, whether it be, I don't know, like voice notes, whether it be <laughs> memes. Yeah. Meme therapy. That's Meme a therapy, real thing. whether it be whatever. Mm-hmm. Find a way to communicate in your way. Yeah. And I just need black women to receive that in some way or another and not use whatever this man communicates to you. Do not use it against him and do not throw it back in, in his face. Mm-hmm. And I ask these questions because I want to communicate with you guys. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> I want to communicate with you guys. It is. <laughs> I want to communicate with you guys. So I ask these questions for understanding. And this is what I'm getting is that whenever I do open up myself it is always thrown back in my face in an mm. argument, in a negative situation, or some for, some way or another. So, black women, just receive that information and try, just try not to throw it back in his face. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> so, control it, sis. <laughs> just control it, sis. Um, we are a work in progress, so don't be too yeah. hard on yourself. Yeah. Take it day by day, but I just want y'all to communicate a little bit better and stop with the generalizations and the stereotypes. Nigel, what do you have to contribute? <laughs> oh, wow. I was, just, I was just dialed into the eloquence. <laughs> yes. All, all, what she just said. Um, <laughs> I know you have some to add. Uh, some wisdom. I want to refer back to what I said earlier, just uh, allowing us each other to tell our story and um, getting comfortable with realizing that we should be each other's safety and security. Mm-hmm. And we got to do what we need to do to get back to that space. Because I feel like if we can't feel secure and feel safe with the black woman or the black man, then there's no there's hope no for safety. security or safety right. at all. So I think that's where we, we start. And uh, just looking, investigating that idea of, of disrespect and um, understanding that every day we walk into this world, we feel like there's going to be an onslaught of some form of disrespect. So are we carrying that energy into our spaces with families, with friends that are people of color? Mm-hmm. And um, being mindful that we're sensitive and to move past that to help each other evolve and grow. So those are my words today. Y'all, some beautiful words. I love too. the words. The words. <laughs> the words. <laughs> See how my voice changed? It was like, anyway, the words. See, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, how did, levels. Like, there's levels the to this. Yes. We're different. <laughs> Do you have anything you would like to promote? Do you have anything coming yeah, up? Yes. So know, coming up, we have uh, Nightcap. I don't have an official date, but I will call you and tell you what the date is. <laughs> we'll but, uh, keep you posted. Such memoirs, a podcast. Yeah. Memo- memoirs of Mona is coming out and I want everybody um, <laughs> moments of nostalgic <laughs> awareness. So it's not Mona. Mona. <laughs> but I got you though. <laughs> it's that memoirs was so of good. Mona. <laughs> what is it? Gonna... Memoirs of nostalgic? It's memoirs of Mona, which is moments of nostalgic awareness. So it's mm. going through four seasons, mm-hmm. falling in love, 
and then it goes to winter, which is pain, spring, which is self-care, where you love on yourself, and then summer love, and then there's a uh, passage called uh, Mother Nature or Queen Bee. I think it's Queen Bee, and mm-hmm. it's devoted to uplifting black women or women in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I feel it's a, I'm all about creating things that give feels. So, mm-hmm. you know, grab a, a glass of wine and really dive into it. Right. And hopefully we can get some better understanding of how men uh, feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know men have a hard time articulating themselves. So yeah. I try to convey it in the book and as well for the women as well. Um, so, yeah, Memoirs of Mona, mid-April, and that's about it. And Nightcap, yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Coming through. Oh, I love it, man. I'm coming back just to just. <laughs> this yeah. was a great conversation. Yeah. This was a good conversation. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to understand you niggas. L- listen, straight, and I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And, I, you know, I want to bring some dudes next time. Yes, Hopefully bring the man down. Yeah, yes, man. Line them all up. Yeah, line them to... all up one by one, you know? Cheers. Yeah, well, cheers. we don't have any more cheers wine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. 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 C